podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast, the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. And we've got a Sheffield United review episode here, but it is also a non-league match day special episode. It's our first time covering Worthing for the season. It is my second game in four days, though, and my third third Worthing game all the way this season. We're at Welling United, aren't we, Peter? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I, I, I distinctly suggest you are, as I am, and I'm talking to I, you. I'm Eric Belvedere. <laughs> it's the same ground, of course, and we have your dad, uh, David, with us as well, who may or may not contribute, but hello, David. Hello, David. <laughs> Uh, hello, David. Uh, hi, <laughs> um, We're going to talk uh, in two parts already here. One, one, we'll talk about the Worthing game, how their season's going, and what we think of today's game. Should have been, a, I think, a free kick to Worthing in the build-up to the goal that sees Welling lead one and a half time. But there we go. More on that later. Uh, Sheffield United, though. None of us were there, or you? Uh, dad was there, oh, dad, you went to the game, didn't you, David? Yeah, I was there. Well, can we get your views first on the map? Just overall summary. Just a brief summary. It wasn't a great game, funnily mm. enough, for a 5 0 win. I'm a, you know, you normally rip someone's arm off for a 5 0 away win. <laughs> but I do know what you many mean. Over the years. I do know what you mean. But yeah. between the second and third goal, I don't know how long that was. Nothing, nothing like, happened, really. Minutes, except, except for their disallowed goal, I don't think anything happened. 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, Albion did what they had to do. It was like a training match half the time. Yeah. I mean, if I'm honest, I'd still rip your arm off for a five minute away win where we didn't play very well, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> there is that, too, yeah. 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 Uh, take a while before I get bored of that. <laughs> I mean, United are so poor. Yeah, very poor. I mean, the truth. I mean, obviously, Holgate um, contributed massively, but uh, yeah. they're, they're pretty poor team. Yeah, I mean, they, they said they're missing players like John Egan and Chris Basham, but you think, well, they're. They're not really Premier League players yeah, anyway, are they? There's a few we're missing They're not exactly as well. Julio Inciso and... Uh, <laughs> Pedro, who scored and two Pedro, there last yeah, time. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Three? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, he scored yeah. three, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking the two ones yeah. at the end, but it was a pen. I mean, for anyone that's been, you know, completely on a different planet, obviously, score-wise, it was 5-0. And they had a player sent off before any of the goals were scored. But I don't think that contributed to the outcome. No. Maybe to the scoreline, but not to the outcome. I wouldn't well, say. You, 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 you can't be sure because, I mean, Luton did us 4 0, didn't they? And I mean. Yeah, true. Oh, but they were only 2 0 up by the time. I, that, I know they were. By the time Holgate got sent off. Yeah, I mean, Holgate, Holgate L- Luton just made, are a significant made, step up. I know they lost to them recently. Luton, Luton pretty well at the moment. I know they lost to them recently, yeah. but they are a significant step up from Sheffield United. Well, let's talk about the challenge because that's the first incident, wasn't it? I think we start wandering off to go out to for the second half. Uh, Pete, your take on the. Uh, <laughs> the um, OK tackle that shouldn't have been a red yeah, card. Well, I completely according agree with uh, the Sheffield United captain. captain. It wasn't even a foul. It was anal, just... anal Ahmed, something, something, yeah. something. Yeah. We'll call it Bob for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, he seems to think it was a fair tackle, or at least shouldn't have been a red. No, he, I think he said it was a fair tackle. Yeah, we go this way. He yeah. didn't even say it was a foul, yeah. yeah. I mean, of all the takes you could have, I mean... <laughs> It was the worst tackle I've seen in a long time. It was I mean, absolutely horrendous. Short of, is it Fritos, the, the name of the guy? I can't remember the name of the yeah, guy. Yeah, I actually think that was less knock-up. dangerous for knockout than the one that was for Mitoma. I, mean, I, the, think, the, I think it was more preempted than Fritos one, possibly. Yeah. Oh, he was, he was only looking at the player. 
he went with excessive force, a very high Over level. The top of the ball. His, his his training foot was off the ground when he made contact, and eventually made contact with the ball, which is irrelevant. Um, which I think Chris Wilder tried to tag into the argument. Homer was um, extremely lucky, yeah, not I mean, to get very very serious injury. Yeah, I mean, the, the, potentially even end his career. The force to his leg, the amount of jarring, the way his 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 leg whipped into a completely different position on on immediate point of contact was quite significant, wasn't it? It, it was a, a shocking challenge, and, and it, it's, it's a wilder. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. He he carried oh, on playing. Get through this way. Oh, maybe not, yeah. We can't get through this way. <laughs> maybe not. We'll see if we can. We might, we might be able to. Oh, we can, we can. We can get through. There's a fence, but there's a gate. Quite a big... Don't take offence. Quite a big ground here, Peter. I'm going to ignore that pun. Four and a half thousand. Yeah. Which area of the Belvedere matches must be quite quiet. Yeah. Anyway, my point about Mittimer is, I think he's one of the men of the match, despite having had to endure that injury. Yeah. In the early part of the game, he went on to have a great game. I mean, both our winners, yeah. when, when they were on, when the bits they were on form absolutely destroyed them. I mean, hmm. it was yeah. I mean, it was men against boys, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. And we went on to obviously get the five goals. There was one own goal. The other goals were scored by Adingra with two, obviously. Uh, hello, how are you doing? All right. <laughs> um, who scored the other goals? You know someone? Yes, I know someone. Uh, one and I'll uh, say. Uh, when I'll say, and, of course, um, can. Welbeck. Yeah. So I, I had a bet on Welbeck and Adingra to score. And it is your bet. That's 51 quid. Thank you very much, Brighton and Albion. You actually put £50 on there. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Buenanote. And it's that thing of players having a habit of scoring against yeah. the same teams, isn't it? There's a rather it's, more messy goal in this last week. Yes, just a bit, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I think overall, I think we're certainly happy with the result. Certainly happy with the outcome, and particularly with the fact that Mittable wasn't injured. Yeah, exactly. Get well through it in a game without, without suspensions, without another injury, without you know, it's you can't complain about that. And yeah, it sounds ridiculous to complain about or not to comment on the fact that when a game where you won five nil, but yeah. we didn't play that well. I thought to be honest, and we need to play better than that against Everton to get results. Yeah, as your dad said. Yeah, it was actually not that great a game for for a five nil lead. 5-0 win you th- expected more entertainment it wasn't yeah. that great what was curious about it as well was the fact that how did A how did Holgate go flying in like that it wasn't that sort of game there wasn't anything there was no history there was nothing going on beforehand to suggest they were a bit touchy in the cup game as well yeah they, they were a bit like and they were a bit arsy after us about how we went down easily and stuff and Wilder although he admitted both penalties were right then moaned about other stuff and the, the guy's massively out of his depth in the Premier League and he's embarrassed himself recently with numerous comments mm. and he's yeah and he's done it again basically so the he's, second Earl of Sandwich if you read David Squires in The Guardian his cartoon yeah. stuff which is exceptional. I mean hilarious. anyone who goes out and says I, I hope he enjoyed his sandwich while talking to Premier League manager <laughs> is, is basically an absolute <laughs> prick <laughs> yes Oh my Especially God. when he's really barely a Premier League manager in honesty. Yeah, exactly. And I just felt that. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. We'll just break and play here. Worthy on the Good attack. keeping, to be fair. Yeah, came out early and cleared it. Um, yeah, I, th- I agree. I agree with what you said. I think um, it's it's one of those games where I mean we have five bookings. And you think, well, how, how the hell did we get five bookings? They had one. 
I think of the game. In, in, in fairness, I was less annoyed about that than the Tottenham one, where we ended up with more bookings than Tottenham, ridiculously. And it was like, well, they had they committed far more cynical fouls than yeah. we did. And we don't do that, do we? Do you think it's time we started doing it? Are we are we missing something here? Because every, every time we seem to be on the receiving end of these things and never on the giving end. Is there an issue here? Do we need to be tougher with I this? I think we do need to be make more cynical challenges, yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah. Well, I've got a few notes about this game. We're just keeping an eye on the Worthing match. Worthing on the attack, just inside the Welling box. Cleared, and then it's gone, it's gone out. Yeah, so nothing doing at the moment. I've got a few notes from the game, right? So, eighth minute, uh, Ben Osborne uh, on Buenonote. No foul. Should have been a foul. Uh, that's how the game started. That's what set the oh, yeah, tone. One, yeah. Do you remember that? 11th minute, Holgate obviously on Mito, which a couple of minutes later led to which the we sending off. At, well, only booked him definitely. We think maybe even didn't even give a foul. Actually. I think it might be the line for the gate the foul. Yeah. Yeah, I you're mean, right, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, at, well, we all know he's a bit useless. Yeah. So at that point, two cynical As we know fouls from already. game last year that was uh, at yeah. goals for Riverian and Oh, God, let's not talk about that. Uh, anyway, just to summarise the rest, so 20th minute, Gross Cross, Dunk Header, Webbo, uh, obviously uh, Webster, misses it, and Wenonote scored 1 0 to the referee, seeing the Sheffield United fans somehow yeah. feeling hard done by they feel at this hard point. Done by because it's, they claim it's uh, not a corner when it clearly was a corner. Yeah, it, it very, very clearly and very necessarily came off the Sheffield United yeah. defender to clear it we went in with a diving header well, I'm not sure necessarily didn't make contact I'm, I'm not and if we, convinced that actually but he would have got there actually without the, without the deflection but he certainly couldn't leave it and he yeah exactly he knows for well he's touched it yeah 100% it was, it was a corner they complained we took the corner uh, 22nd minute good attack down the right from uh, Sheffield United actually from Harmo that was a good really good attack that was one of their only good moments of he, the game he looks one of their, their bright he and McAtee look the two bright sparks in that team who might actually yeah. make a Premier League career the rest of them look like journeymen or or should go on no journeymen absolutely or should stay at home men uh, a lot happening this half next minute 23rd minute oh offside in the box somewhere in there um, 23rd minute Mittimer penalty appeal he got past his man two hands on the back on his back upper back area pushed him went over could he have sailed on his feet possibly did he need to was he entitled to no was it actually a penalty I, th- I, think, I think it was I think if you put two hands on the back in a box Sheffield United uh, fans chant cheat 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 yeah. cheat you know because he's he, he's been cheating when he received a, a, an assault to the yeah, knee and, their fans and he was cheating when he's pushed over they were booing him after that and it's like no they were booing him clearly booing him after the incident for the uh, red card yeah. already but yeah that, I mean, to me that's a penalty I don't understand how VAR didn't give it VAR looks at that and can clearly see that it's two hands on Matoma's back yeah. it's a terrible decision it's, it should have been a penalty yeah no 100%. question. And they kept cheating, uh, calling him a cheat, booing. A minute later, Mittimer breaking on the left, led to a well bet goal, because obviously Mittimer had the shot, it was well saved. Uh-oh. Double save from and the, the return shot double save from the Worthing keeper. Went in. That's exactly what was going on in yeah. front of us, <laughs> minus the goal. <laughs> the goal he Good made keeping. both saves. Brilliant. But yeah, on, on, on Sunday, Mittimer had the shot, he was saved, Welbeck scored, and I found it was brilliant that Mittimer was involved in a, an assist literally a minute after yeah. all this shit had been going on from their fans who were delusional. And I've got a rant to make about Northern football fans and their delusions about 
tough northerners and soft southerners and all that crap. They really have got hang-up, which is getting beyond. The irony is that most northern teams who are bloody, like, kind of call themselves hard end up being the ones who go down the easiest. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, anyway, Worthy on the attack. Let's pause for a second. On the attack down the left-hand side, back inside. Played across to the right for Joe Felix. Inside for... Oh! oh. I didn't see who it was with the cross, but Ollie Pearce... Cashman, wasn't it? Free score, yeah, it's Danny Cashman, yeah. A free-scoring Ollie Pearce in the box with a diving header. Timed it wrong, though. He was almost on the floor in fairness at the time. It was a brilliant defensive header. Yeah. He was almost on the floor <laughs> at the time, in fairness. Yeah, uh, Patrick Hero from the weekend. Yeah. Uh, when they won 4 1 at Weymouth, I was there. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, yeah, the rest of the game. So, 24th minute, Welbeck scores. You have so a lot of notes. I've got a lot of notes, yeah. Welbeck scored 2 0. 26th minute, sarcastic applause with a f- soft free kick given uh, for a supposed foul by Dingra. 29th minute, boos for Mito again, who immediately makes a double chance for teammates 30th minute Gilmore is fouled again that was a blatant foul possible yellow card no free kick given whatsoever 32nd minute Welbeck heads um, too close to the goalkeeper decent chance not too bad 35th minute more boos for Mittimer another dangerous play on the inside channel um, typical disgraceful behaviour from the Sheffield United fans 38th minute donkey touchline flick let's talk about that Somebody on the match of the day too, they talked about the too good, too bad thing. And they showed McAtee's brilliant takedown of a very long diagonal angle ball from the left defensive position to the right attacking position. And it was a beautiful takedown, superb touch. Well they played. showed that. They didn't show Dunk's flick on the touchline, which was absolutely magnificent. Yeah, was Kept the ball in play yeah. and found a teammate. Oh, anyway, working on the attack again here. Could this be one all? Oh, no, wait. No, he's aiming for someone's... Uh, wait. He's aiming for someone's bovril in the third row, though. Decent Should've effort, though. Should have done more. Should have passed it. Donkey's flick, though. Fantastic work, yeah, wasn't it? Ridiculous bit. It's Brazilianic, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, if Southgate doesn't take him to the Euros, then <laughs> there's no fucking point in being, being there, really. Well, many neutrals I've spoken to have said it's ridiculous that he hasn't been called up a lot sooner and a lot more often. Yeah, oh, yeah, completely. Anyway, 43rd minute, Jan-Paul von Hecker. Great defending down the flank. Remember, he was done on the left down the left attacking wing, defensive right side for the Albion. And he trapped back and blocked it. Uh, led to the corner, which led to the goal that was disallowed. Which, of course, was for an offside. Talk about that, Peter. I mean, in the end, they got the right decision. They got, they went, they, they got the right decision initially, and it was the wrong reasons. Yes. Uh. There's a lot of complicated analysis, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, but in the end, yeah, exactly. If you... You can't. It's a, It's not a separate period of play. If you, if someone accidentally kind of, so end to end at the moment. This. Yeah. Could be two 0 to Welling here. Let's hope not. No. Not, very much not two 0 to not Welling. Not with that rugby conversion. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it was a rugby conversion. That would have been well wide in rugby. I think that's probably damaged a car four rows away from the stadium. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, I thought. I thought there was a foul on our defender, the guy climbing at the back post that got the header I'm, back across. I'm not, I think that'd before been soft, to be fair. It would have been soft, maybe, but you could argue keep, that. The referee gave it for a foul on the key on Verbruggen, yeah. I think. It then bobbled then, across, didn't it? It came off the back of Buenos's head. It was kind of like a reflex. And at the time, Oscar was thing, in a clear yeah. offside position. He's not playing the ball. And because 
because uh, it hit Bonanotte rather than um, yeah. having control of it. He didn't it was, play it, it yeah. deliberately. Which is the rule, and it's right. Yeah. Whether, whether or not you agree with the rule, and I, I, can, I can see arguments both ways about the rule. Under the rule, it was a clear offside. It probably shouldn't have taken as long as it did, to be honest. Well, I don't know. I, I think you've got to take a little bit of time with that one to make sure, because there's a lot going, but it, going no, he, on in that. But he was clearly offside. Well, yeah, but you, there's there's a few bits you could easily miss if you rush the decision. I, I actually didn't while, mind that too much. I think much. they did a while overruling the, the foul, and then oh, once the foul, they, yeah, yeah. Once they'd overruled the foul, they then went into the into the other side. Yeah, and that's when they 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 probably were a bit quicker on the on the offside. Yeah. Well, just moving on, the fiftieth minute of the first half. No, I'm saying the first half. Dunk header from Garrosh corner. Uh, tipped over decent effort 51st minute Lamptey soft yellow shouldn't have been booked for that we're talking about the five bookings that that was I don't even remember what it was but it was it was just a meaningless foul there was nothing in it at all and he got booked as soon as we cause a foul we get booked for it well every time we tackle them they basically call for a red card just does my head in yeah anyway that was that Souza who's a real wine up merchant and a real dickhead and a typical low level bruiser as far as I'm concerned um Um, I think he might have had a point there. I think he might have been kicked by the... Yeah, possibly. By the um, by, the wedding player onto the wedding player rather than by first. Yeah, it's big... We've got a corner. It probably should have been a goal kick. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Sue's a bit of a wind-up guy. A bit of a bruiser. Uh, foul on Bonner. Sue's the bruiser. Buonanotte. <laughs> and he's then facing off, yes. He's then facing off a well batch. Remember, there was a, yeah. a real locking horns type job. Pretty pathetic. Oh, great play here by Worthing. It's gone into the middle. Oh, oh just wide. I think it might have been reason. Yeah. It's very open oh. second half here. It's been end to end. There's like a lot going on. It's amazing. It's still 1 0, really. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, so that was the, that was the well back thing. Facing off with Sousa. Sousa's a wind up merchant. What are you saying? What, he was what, are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Come on then. He <laughs> you won some. You know, you know when um, Holgate got sent off, he was at the thick of all that shit as well. Yeah, yeah pushing people around. Thick of shit being up yeah. to the word. Anyway, second half, I think it went a lot flatter, as your dad was saying. I can't remember if that's on air or off air, but he was talking about that earlier. I think so it was off air, maybe. It, yeah. it went a bit unremarkable, didn't it, after that? Um, and yeah, obviously 2 0 to 5 0 going into the second yeah, I mean, half. It, obviously, it, 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 nothing really happened until the third goal, I think it's safe to say. You know, they occasionally looked a bit lively on the break and made a track back and yeah. we just passed it around and looked very happy to stay I mean, at two Yeah, nil. I mean, we had a 50... And I was cursing it because I was, like, losing my points prediction competition and, like, thinking <laughs> I'm not going to get the, hope, the points I'd have hoped for at 2-0. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, suddenly, once the goal went in, it was just, they just fell apart, didn't they? Yeah, it's carnage, as, as you'd imagine it might be when the red card originally happened. In the 54th yeah. minute... Um, they had a really well-worked move that ended in a Dingra having a shot. 56th minute, Buenanote got a soft yellow. Same as Lamptey, shouldn't have been a booking. 59th minute, Moda, brilliant bit of defending. Yeah, really, oh, that, really, that good. Did, that really, good. really good. Yeah. Fast tracking back, a long distance. In a, basically a centre-back position, wasn't it? Ooh. Oh, they've gone 2-0 up, Welling. Against the run of play. It's a good goal, but really shouldn't be 2-0 up here. Anyway, we'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah, Moda, brilliant defending. Yep. Uh, we went on to uh, 61st minute. Mitima, brilliant on the wing. Again, wins a corner. 67th minute, uh, downward volley uh, that was cleared. 75th minute, the own goal. 
made it 3 0, and that was game over. 78th minute, Adingra volleyed goal. Yeah, best goal of the game by distance. And a Gross cross, another assist for Gross. Well, also, doom, doom, doom. An assist. Another he assist for Gross. Got a, he put the cross in for the, the corner in for the first goal, he put the cross in for the second goal. I mean, the yeah. guy is just a machine. He was outstanding, and we'll quote his stats in a moment. Raymond sent me some stats, we'll, we'll go on to that shortly. But uh, uh, 78th minute, a Dingra volley goal we talked about. Um, 85th minute, a Dingra again. Note, I mean, basically, it was, it was a bit of an unclean shot, slight deflection, went over the line. I think Ferguson, slight deflection's understatement. Ferguson tried to <laughs> try desperately to get his first goal in ages, couldn't make a contact, which sums up his recent time, doesn't it? Uh, I, I feel for him, but then it was brilliant for a Dingra to get a goal. But I've got to make a, an extra note, and nobody's talked about this. In the run-up to that goal, Robinson, their number 19, uh, another tackle that was at least a yellow, probably yeah. an orange tackle, uh, on Fatty in the build-up. He went flying in, nowhere near the ball. That is at least a yellow card, possibly a, a red card. The referee looked at it, ignored it. The goal was scored. OK, great. But does that mean the players should get away with that? Yeah. I don't I think so. Another bit of bruising play for Sheffield United. Anyway, never mind. They're four. They're five nil down at that point. Ninety third minute. Um, Davies probably angry at his um, his barber. <laughs> I put it because he had a terrible haircut. Substitute one of those Mohicans. Get snippy with Bart Verbruggen. Yellow cards for both. Why was Bart booked for that? Oh, that was the other booking, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why was he booked? Yeah. Three of our bookings shouldn't have happened. Lamptey, uh, the one I mentioned earlier, I can't remember was Bernardo, I think, say, yeah. and and Bart for Bruggen. He was basically did nothing wrong there. I'm not going to get too wound up about Bart yeah. for Bruggen booking because he's not likely to get ten all season. No, probably <laughs> not. Not not with the rotation. By the way, uh, most ever rotation, most ever rotation history, yeah. for the Premier League has been achieved by us now, and we're only in February. Achieved by us. Achieved. <laughs> and we're only in February. Anyway, there we go. So that was that. Chris Wilder's opinion after the game, he said, it's a mistimed tackle. That's I mean, the understatement of the sec- century. He, he said, uh, you know, whether it's too powerful on people um, that talk about uh, however they want to dress it up, the game's moved on, I get it, but it certainly gave the yellow card straight away. I think he pulled out. No, he did not pull out. No, he didn't pull out. But with VAR, it gives them, gives them whoever they are, the opportunity of upgrading it, and obviously they did that. No, it's it's a red card every step of the way. If VAR finds something out that's somehow been eluded by the ref, that I applaud that, to be honest. Anyway, oh, he said... It was such shit. It's like, I mean, that would have been a red card 20, 30, 40 years ago. His like reaction's pathetic. Tackle, Along with yeah. the captain, who said he'd not seen it back, but he said on the pitch at the time he didn't think it was a sending off. And we didn't think of a foul, I don't think, is he? Susa like, and a couple of the others at the time, I remember reacting as well. And they, they were incredulous. Holgate had the look of innocence. And even what when that, he'd been booked, they were arguing. It's yeah. Like... It's humble. Yeah, he was arguing about the booking. And they were upgraded to a red. Um, I mean, there's delusion, and then there's excuses. There's avoiding the question, and then there's just plain bullshit. They, they should bullshit. go back to an interview, um, um, oh, whatever his name, Armand Pavlovich, whatever, who recently was also the guy who wouldn't wear the rainbow laces armband when he was captain as well, so he's obviously a lovely bloke. Yeah. Um, he um, an interview him, and give a, genuinely ask him, do you still think that wasn't a, wasn't a red card? Because uh, if you don't, then you're yeah. a fuckwit. 
I, I know Holgate has apparently apologised to his teammates in the changing rooms and has subsequently apparently somewhere has apologised to uh, Mitama somewhere. I don't know where or how. Um, but that, that is an acknowledgement that Wilder's talking shit, of course. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, my opinion is Sheffield United are thugs. Their opinions yeah. don't surprise me. They are the inevitable product of a manager uh, who is very old school thinking. I've never had any issue with Sheffield United before, but I'm glad they're going down now, the way they played the two uh, games against Arbitrary football, recently. isn't it? It's very old school thinking. You know, and they're we're all... lucky to get a point against us last time in the home game because we should have a penalty at 1-0. But I, I've also got this issue with this often seen self-appointed delusion of tough northernness. Yeah. What, what does that, all that shit mean? It doesn't mean anything to me at all. There's fouls and then there's proper laws of the I, game. I think it's called having a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. And Wilder played for us, of course, under Mickey Adams. But even then there was that thing, wasn't there? Even he called out Southern Softies about his own team, which was full of Northerners at the time, Mickey Adams. Anyway, um, well, uh, the majority of the uh, most thuggish players to grace the game for me include Southerners. You've got, um, obviously, Wilder's, Wilder's not one of them, but you've got... You've got Oh, oh, oh. oh! Yes! It's a penalty for Worthing, is it? No, no. Yes, it is, yeah. Where is it? And he's given a yellow. Now he's claiming it's offside. Anyway, the point is. It's a clear foul, mate! Get on with it! The other player was offside, not him. He's not deferring the play. Know the rules! It's not interfering with play. <laughs> no, the rules, for God's sake. <laughs> the Welling players are not happy. A penalty's been given. They're talking about an offside. The irrelevant player was offside. Oh, you've got to bless, bless them. Literally know the rules. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's it about Sheffield United. We can now concentrate on the, uh, the rest of this. We are now in the, ooh, must be in about 65th minute, something like that. No idea. There's loads of mouthing going on from Welling. Worthing have got a penalty. that guy, Lino. They've had a great season. My two games watching have been 4-1 wins. That is not happening today because they're already 2-0 down. They do have a penalty. It's Ollie Pearce stepping up. And he scores! Yes! Ollie, the legend, 33rd goal of the season, no less. Ollie Pierce. And he's not ended his run while I've been watching. I was, temp- I was <laughs> yeah. assuming he was going to do that. I bloody love Ollie Pierce. I don't Fantastic. know what they were complaining about. It's like, you've got to know the rules. It's like, he wasn't in frame of play, he left the ball, and then the other guy came in and keep him out. Yeah. What's wrong it's simple. Brilliant. And that's exactly what the lino said yeah. to him. Speaking about Worthing, by the way, Yeovil are running away with it. They're 10 points clear with a game yeah. in hand. Worthing themselves are five points clear in seconds. They've had a fantastic season. It looked wobbly for a while, but no one else was. But they're on a really good run at the moment, although really obviously run, not at the yeah. moment tonight, yeah. but generally on a really good run. Uh, looking good. Obviously, the, the key target is to finish second where they are at the moment to get home advantage in. Yeah. Uh, avoid the eliminator and get home yeah. advantage in the semi finals of a playoff. And if they are second and they get through to the final, they would be guaranteed home advantage in the final. Third yeah. place would be guaranteed to be away. And, well, it all depends on who gets through, basically. Yeah. So, fourth and fifth. Is the final still home and away, a home advantage? Yeah, then? yeah. Yeah. Second and third are in the semi-final. And they'll be at home. They'll be at home to the fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh, whoever gets through from the eliminators. 
Wedding well, well, player rolling around the floor there now. It's like watching Argentina or yeah. something, isn't it, Peter? <laughs> oh, you villa in disguise. <laughs> Which is, a, on, a, on another note, amuses me that I was speaking to a Fulham fan at work today and he was moaning about Villa's time wasting actions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so rich. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Villa are worse than Fulham, but. Yeah. Well, I think they're just better at it, I think, probably. <laughs> Oh. I comforted by the fact that he he's guaranteed not to see his team lose a week on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, two, two of the worst teams for us to play in a row, Everton and Fulham, Dyche and Fulham in the Premier League. Oh, God, thank you for depressing me. I was quite... <laughs> guaranteed not to win until then. <laughs> Dyche and Fulham. Anyway, it's 2-1. There's still time to pull it back. There is a player still down, a well-in player. Head, Looks like a bit of a bad injury because he's... He's not getting up. He's dancing. I mean, you might. Yeah. Probably a foul. He's holding his head at first, and then yeah, he's like. Well, uh, and um, we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, more from us later on. And in fact, as things panned out, they went from bad to worse for Worthing. Unfortunately, a 4-1 defeat in the end. Caught on the break a couple of times. I've got to hand it to Welling United. They're finishing and their counter-attacking was pretty good. Against the Worthing side, who is used to scoring goals, but also used to conceding a lot. It's a little bit like Brighton, to be honest. Um, three games I've seen Worthing this season. 4-1 win away at Slough. 4-1 win away at Weymouth, which was just on Saturday. And then uh, a 4-1 defeat uh, tonight uh, in the game at Welling. Uh, not ideal for them, um, but it has been a good weekend. It was a good weekend for Worthing, but also, of course, for the Albion. That 5-0 win away at Sheffield United has set us up nicely. Back up into seventh place, ahead of West Ham, ahead of Newcastle. There's a bit of a gap ahead of us, um, so points catching is not going to be easy, especially as Peter was saying there at the end that um, we've got two teams that we notoriously don't do very well against in recent times, Everton and Dyche and, um, well, Fulham and Silver. So um, we'll see what happens in those games next. Thanks for listening to this episode. A great victory at the weekend. Let's hope we can get another one. Um, and we really need to keep the momentum building now. We're getting some players back, not all of them. There's a couple of injuries going out the other way. But we are slowly but surely getting stronger. And we are now waiting for Thursday, the second legs of those eliminators in the Europa League. So next time we're on the pod, we will be talking, amongst other things, about that draw. Um, who are we going to get? We don't know. That is going to be taking place the day after, which is Friday of this week. And that's when we'll know who we've got in the last 16. Um, so until that, and until we chat about Everton, thanks for listening as always. Stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network.